everyone. It's been a little while. Um, we've had uh, hordes, screaming hordes, um, outside my house and Ben's house. Um, mountains of letters sent, demanding we return. Um, anyway, <laughs> Ben, how are you? I'm fine, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Um, really good, thank you, mate. So tonight, um, with a big gap, there's loads to talk about. Now, if you do hear the odd bang and crash, that's the uh, foul servants of the Imperium trying to take us through <laughs> Chaos Worshippers down. Um, it's also fireworks night tonight, so it could be that. Um, so yeah, on the hobby desk, we'll have a bit to talk about, although Ben has had a bit of a holiday, um, and I've had a bit of a, a quieter couple of weeks. So not loads but there's always something um and then into the galaxy of war so we've had some cool announcements the orcs have arrived um riding on amazing dune buggy things and uh blackstone fortress we've seen loads about that just recently as well um special place for me because it was a key thing in the uh the gothic um battlefield gothic game uh the blackstone was heavily featured so we've got that to chat about uh, the mortal realms so it looks like some mushroom grot things are going to be appearing um, yeah <laughs> despite ben's hatred of mushrooms he's excited um and then there's also been some war bands for shade spire including some dark oath which is quite exciting um yeah. and also I, I may probably cover this off in galaxy of war as well but plastic flesh hounds hurrah so finally the chaos getting some love Oh, yawn. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say that. That's why I left the board. So, Chaos getting some more love. Community, as ever, quick whiz around what's going on events-wise and some shout-outs for um, stuff we've seen on the 2Ps forum. And um, last of all, it's Lord of the Rings. So, the Hobbit book has come, uh, or is coming very shortly. So, Ben and I will probably have a bit of a natter about that as well. Anything I've missed, dude? No, that sounds about right. Great. Okay, guys, so you know what to do. Grab some refreshments and we'll see you on the hobby desk. Hi, guys. Um, it sounds like the Battle of the Soul outside my house at the moment. Um, I'm afraid because Bobmin is in full swing with the fireworks. Um, so apologies for that. Um, but it is. Our and you hobby live in desk. Bobmin, you've got to celebrate hard at any opportunity. We do. We know how to we know how to celebrate in Bob. <laughs> right, uh it's hobby desk time. Um oh man, one week. Uh one month, sorry, since we last did this, dude. So sorry everyone. But um uh, it does mean we've got a lot to talk about, I guess. Yeah, um, well it's interesting because I, I said in the intro oh, you know, you had a holiday and I've had a bit of a a bit of a, a wasteland, but you've actually pumped out all your Titanicus stuff, I think, apart from the buildings. Yeah, I think so. I was looking through Instagram, which is a fairly good um, sort of timeline thing. So I can see when we've released our episode. <laughs> Listen to it go. <laughs> I know. It's brilliant. Um, uh, so I think I have finished my two Titans and my six Knights. So, and um, is there anything else I've done? It's I'll interesting. It doesn't sound like a lot, does it? Like two, two models or two, two sort of uh, medium-sized models and three... Sorry, six sort of infantry models, but actually they are they are pretty epic projects. I mean, the knights were pretty quick though; that you knocked them out really fast. Yeah, well, I... sorry, I'm just waiting for the internet to catch up with life. Um... Oh, I'll tell you what else I finished doing. 
um, putting together my uh, test of honour models. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so um, let's go. What should we start with? The Titans. Oh, man. So, um, I finally got myself around to doing the Titans because we were talking about it in the last podcast, and I was like, oh, I've been putting them off and just needed to get on with it and do <laughs> Dude, it. Dude, you ever, do you ever worry that, like, that might. It's not fireworks, it's the beast of Bodmin banging on the door <laughs> of your shed. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Which could be the one from Bodmin War. It could be that, you know. Um, right, so. Well, God, I'm completely off track. <laughs> Sorry, Dean. You're talking about your Titans. Titans, Titans. Um, so I, st- I just sat down and did them and, and, and got on with it because I needed to do that. And um, and I really thoroughly enjoyed them, actually. They're, they're a project that I will not be surprised we see if we see them in um, in Golden Demon next year. Mm. Because there's, there's so much potential in that model... Um, the detail is is absolutely phenomenal. Um, you could go to town on it. You could paint every piston, every rivet, every plate, the lot, everything. Um, and I think they're, they're, it's a new scale for me, eight millimeter. Um, and it's um, it was a lot of what I was doing was about pulling myself back and going, no, you don't have time to do that across the whole model, so don't do it. Yeah. Um, but in the end, I, so I, got, I went for two different types: um, the old school um, Warburners and the new, the newer kind of one, the yeah. yellow and blue, and um, and I think they look really cool together. They do look um, very cool, and it's nice because you know Titan Legions are well more than ten thousand years old, aren't they? They're like really, really old. So it's nice to see some variation because that's what you would have. Yeah, I'm hoping that you know when obviously they are from. The uh, you know, Titanicus is set in Horus Heresy, so um, it, they're, they're not that old, I suppose, although the Titans have been around for a fair few thousand years at that point. Mm. Um, it, it was... Um, I'm hoping that, that you know if the concept pulls forward and we start being able to play in 40k, um, which is something that might happen, that we'll see um, that they'll fit there, too. I hope so. Well, um, obviously, choose, choose... like... Sorry, what were you going to say, mate? No, no, go ahead, because I was going to just swing straight on to Knights. But... <laughs> oh, well, I was just going to say, like, um, obviously I don't know uh, what they did sort of production amounts-wise, but certainly based on the fact that it became very hard to find the the Grandmaster Edition quite quickly and the Reva Titan sold Only out just back in stock. for a yeah. bit. So... Did. You know, there's been there's been some indications that sales are good. I mean, obviously, not being in the know, I don't know how good good enough to drive on and do a bit for forty um, k. Who knows? But it would be nice if um, if they did. But we'll see. I think I'm just receiving a bombardment from a battery of Earthshakers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right there? I hope you've got a void shield generator, mate. You get that void shield um, generator up. <laughs> what I think they've done very cleverly is release a standalone package in the first couple of months. So, for all intents and purposes, if they stopped now, you would have a viable game that includes 99% of, of everything that exists at that scale anyway, apart from the knights. Yeah. Um, and you'd be able to play the game now 
quite happily, I think. Um, so anything we get now, in a sense, is gravy. Um, of course, <laughs> there's a part of me that's hoping to see Lucius Patton warlords and 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 uh, warhounds yeah. and. So you did your knights, etc., didn't you? Et but you know, <clears throat> one thing at a time. So the night, the night, yeah, the night, the nights were tough actually, because um, there's quite a lot of Titan legions are a big deal, and they, I, I find them very similar to Space Marine chapters in that they are a big deal. If someone says a, a Space Marine chapter's name in the Imperium, anyone who was in the know would have heard of them probably if they were roughly in their area, and you know the storied histories going back. Certainly one of the uh-huh. of the of the first foundings, for example, the second and third foundings too, and the Titan Legions are much the same. So I, it's one of those places where you, when you're dealing with the Titan Legions, you, my fluff brain had to be fully no. engaged because I don't like, I didn't like the idea of just painting up a something random. So I've spent a long time, probably too long, looking for a knight's house that had fought alongside Space Wolves, and had fought alongside um, Legion Storm. I couldn't find one. Try as I could. <laughs> Apparently, Legia Storm don't like knights. I don't know. They don't seem to have fought alongside anybody. Um, I'm assuming they did. So what I did was chose a knight house that had originated from Lucius and the hope that it would make sense that they fought together um, much later on. Um, which yeah, and it's an interest. It was interesting that like when we were discussing it because there were a couple of knight houses that were. Um, reasonably close from worlds reasonably close but didn't have color schemes and completely understandably you said you know what what happens if they then come along and release an official color scheme yeah and so, to some people it wouldn't it wouldn't matter to them to me it absolutely would um so i totally get where you're coming from and it's actually why like and i and i really appreciate the conversion work that people do and stuff but it, it's why i won't convert my own weapons yeah and because because when the official ones come, I'll want the official ones. And it's also why um, I, met, I I saw a little chat or the other night in Painting Night, you posted some really beautiful models from a third-party company of, like, striking scorpions and stuff. Yeah. And they looked phenomenal. Yeah. But I would never buy them because if the official ones came out, I'd want the official ones, yeah. um, even though they are beautiful, see. But that's a personal thing, you know. Other, other people do. But I think your knights look ace, mate. Well, they benefited really from being quite a dark colour scheme, so I could I could get away with a lot. Um, I had to modify transfers, painting over them to get the manticore out of a griffin. Suffered from the same problem as you, and I put it on the painting guide because I did a painting guide for it if anyone's interesting, interested. Um, that they only had uh, one, two, four left-facing um, griffins. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, they had four right-facing griffins as well, Ben. And I would say, well, yes, but the heraldry is left-facing griffins and <laughs> oh, manticles. And heraldry kind of means something nowadays. So it must mean something to them. You know, when you yeah. get a heraldic emblem, it, whether or not the beast is facing left or right actually has, it's a symbolic thing. Um I don't know what it is, I just know that it's true. Um, and, and so I figured it would be the same for them. And I knew if I put the right-facing ones on, <laughs> it, would, it would bug me. Um, 
So I ended up putting Imperial, like the Imperial Eagle things on there. Uh, yeah. And then when I took the photographs of them, I realised that although they're perfectly lined up when you're looking down at the shoulder pad, when you're looking level at them, it looks like they're wonky. Oh, my days. Gotta love it. Well, Perspective. <laughs> that's a bit of a pain. It's the same with the Titan's knees, actually. Um, I, I painted both Titans have got something going on on their knee, either uh, stripes or a check. And I painted them looking at them straight on, and then as soon as I lifted it the other direction, they looked out of line, like because of the you know the convex shape of the knee. If you looked at it from different yeah. perspectives, it looked wrong. It's really, really frustrating, actually, because um, it's like, oh, I need to t- tinker with that. And then I'd move it, and I was like, no, but now it's wrong. I'm like, ah, oh, you... <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was quite frustrating. Um, the other thing I did was finished off the Test of Honor, assembling the Test of Honor set, which I stand by what I said last time. They're, they're a challenging kit. Um, not challenging because they're complicated, but... Because the instructions are garbage, not to put too fine a point <laughs> on it. They are absolutely shocking. It's basically just a picture of the finished model with some random photos of bits stuck around it with lines on. The sprue is not numbered in any way at all. And the hands, the arms go together. So you would get two hands or two arms and then you'd slide the spear in, into them, for example. Or the sword, which is even worse. And if you don't get the two arms right, you get it doesn't fit. Why they didn't number them is is actually beyond my comprehension. <laughs> it's, I just do not understand it. Um, so it, they that does seem odd, doesn't it? Like it doesn't seem like it would be, and I could be completely wrong, but it doesn't seem like that would be a difficult thing to do. No, no, it doesn't, does it? I, I. So I suppose, in the end, they turned out all right. I quite like the look of them. Um, I think the, the weapons through the hands does allow you to give some variation that you you wouldn't necessarily look maybe a little bit more realistic. Sorry, it's been a long day. Um, a little bit more realistic than if they were solidly holding the spear. Um, yeah. So yeah, I quite like them in total, uh, and I think in general, in summary, but. There's a couple of things that you needed to do. So if the there's a lot of complaints about the kit's fairly wooden and static, I think you need to embrace that. So if a model looks like it's standing, make it standing. You know, yeah. make it look like he's on guard or on sentry duty or at the back of the unit. Don't try and do something funny with it because it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't. It just it just looks like a wooden person, you know, a mannequin. Um, whereas if he looks, so yeah. I mean, all in all, it's quite a good kit. Um, I think it could be better, but then I think Japanese historical miniatures are possibly quite niche. Um, have been looking around. Yeah, it's nice just to see them in plastic, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So that that's my hobby desk, dude. Cool. Um, so I was going to put out a video hobby desk, but... Um, my little man and my wife have not been very well, so I haven't managed to do it. So I'm sorry about that to uh, anyone who was eagerly awaiting that. Um, so hobby desk wise, so the Bloodthirster saga continues. Um, 
he's somebody said the other day he's turning into Tom. Tom said he's turning into my Blood Bowl team <laughs> in because I just I've been working on him for ages and I've actually been working on him. Yes, you have. Um, yeah. as well, he's not just been sat there like um, last time when you tried to make that comment and you hadn't done anything. <laughs> I just hadn't done anything. Yeah, so he, he's taken his time. Um, couple of things. So. I made the mistake again, which was silly, because I made the same mistake on my Blood Bowl Orcs of with the lighter colour, like the bone, just washing it down too deep. Yeah. Um, and then having to spend ages bringing it all back yeah. up. So that that was a bit silly, really, because I knew better than that. But it's done now. Um, so I'm still not quite there. I'm just working on the metals, really. And then I've got to do his tongue and add a few more highlights to the wings. Um, but the base is done, and I'm I'm absolutely over the moon with the base. I love it. It's, I um, really do, mate. It's cheers, man. It's come out how I really envisaged it, which is quite a nice thing to find. And I had a little bit of go of a go with the um, object source lighting off the flames yeah. using my airbrush. Um, really pleased with that. Managed to keep the snow away from the flamey bit, which was good. Um, the skulls, there are 138 separate skulls <laughs> on the base. Um, each one placed on as well. Uh, didn't just pour them on. So I've, I've sort of built it up bit at a time. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm chuffed with it. Really happy. Still got to put the blood on the base, but I'll do that once the whole model's constructed. Yeah. Cause some of that might be like dripping off him. Um, not that I'm going to go mental with the blood because I, I don't like too much of it. But it, yeah, I'm chuffed. I'm I'm really happy, and I keep like putting him together and standing him up there and going cool, and then being like, right, take him apart, finish painting him. Um, so yeah, he's he's almost done. Um, he's a good, really it's a centerpiece model though, and and your army hasn't really got one of those. Not not since you sort of doubled up on a lot a lot of the other stuff if you see what i mean you know they become no. they become like the next tier they, he's massive he's a real centerpiece model and it's it's only right that you spend a fair bit of time getting them right really yeah absolutely it's fine it's all good um and then i finished i also finished painting three of my knights since we last spoke i think i think you're just on the verge of doing it maybe yeah yeah, I can't remember now. But anyway, they are done. Um, so they they're cool, happy with and them. You bailed um, out on your Titan because they didn't have the transfers. Ba- bailed on my Titan because of the transfers, which I'm quite pleased I did because they've announced the Mortis ones. Have they? And seen as they, yeah, the Mortis ones have been previewed on the community website. Have they? I missed that completely. Uh, well, that's cool. I think you might have been away at the time, but. Yeah, they they got previewed, and so that I'm imagining the Griffonicus ones aren't far away. Why then? Um, why they're not all out at the same times? I don't know. And to be honest, the Forge World release schedule, and I know, oh, probably too spoiled, but it just seems to take flipping ages for anything to come out. Well, um, the, the next thirty k book is. I don't know what's happened to that. I think it's like, yeah, but it's not just, it's once you've seen stuff. I know it's staff, really, because people will say, well, yeah, but if you want previews, but like, 
and and also it's partly because there are things I'm waiting for. Yeah. So like I've seen, you know, the Lord of the Rings miniatures that we saw ages and ages and ages yeah, ago, yeah. and are trickling out. And then you you've got the, these transfers which were seen ages ago, and the corridor weapons. So two more boxes of corridor gangers turned up today for me, <laughs> um, ready for when those weapon packs come yeah. out. But they were seen ages ago, and it just feels like oh, yeah. But then it depends what you're doing, I suppose. If you were, what well, I can't even remember what just come out. Do that. What came out? Oh, the croc. Crocodile. Oh, there was a few things actually came out in the last Friday. So I'm hoping like that will happen. So you'll get a bit of this, a bit of that. Yeah. That massive corn dragon came out. Yeah. yeah. Which is just absurdly massive. Um, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, so I bailed on the Titan, but it isn't far off. It's just transfers and weathering. Thankfully, because I've got a Reaver and two Warhounds in box behind Woo! me to do. Um, I've got two Reavers and two Warhounds on the in the on the way, which I'm quite excited about. Yes, that's cool. Oh, the other thing I've started doing, which is hobby desk, but not my hobby desk, is um I've packed in the old. You remember when you used to buy the paint pot from Games Workshop, the mug, and it came in like a a bits box, they called it at the time, but it was like a stainless steel no. container with a Citadel shield on nope. it. Oh, well, I'll take a picture of it. It's not that exciting. But anyway, I've packed that with some paints and some little palette pads and et cetera, et cetera. And I did some painting at work in my lunch break. Is um, that a consistent thing did... Uh No, I've only done it once. Because today at lunch, I was uh, DIYing my own desk because it was annoying me. Because <laughs> I couldn't store stuff in the drawers very well. So I put in some like suspending file things. But yeah, I will be. I will be doing it. Because um, you're yeah. having trouble like, oh. fitting in hobby time, aren't you, at the moment? Oh, mate, it's shocking. We all go through phases. And, uh... Well, I had a big chunk of time off work because I wasn't very well. And I used that time to do some hobby and now that I'm back at work full time and obviously you know with a young kid and stuff I just find it really hard really hard to, to it's not just finding the time it's also having the energy to do it like at different times in the day yeah it, it... And not just to sit. And also, I like to spend time with Joshua. And, and of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's not, you can't, you know, it was so funny, man. I tried to sit downstairs the other day and clean the mould lines off some stuff. And Joshua just come along and picked all the bits up and threw them on the floor and was like, oh, what are these? And I was like, this isn't going to work. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not in any way. So, um, yeah, I'm finding it hard. So couple of things i'm trying one is getting up half an hour earlier oh yeah and doing a bit in the morning so i've been doing bits on the blood first uh did some this morning did a little bit a couple of days ago in the morning um and also at work trying to so i'm working on my mighty lord of corn yeah um oh at the work. dude with the pet dog yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah we'll see how it goes. I've got a week off coming up um, just prior to us going up to Nottingham. So 
I'm hoping oh, there's three days in that week off. See, Joshua's not been well either. So like on Thursday, I had the day off and it was all primed to be a hobby day. But then he couldn't go to nursery. So I was looking after him. Yeah. So I did. I did nothing. So I think yeah, there's right. a lot to I'll be said for um, for that war boss Kurgan kind of way of doing things. Consistent 15 minutes every day. You'd be surprised what you can get done. Yeah. And I haven't got the excuse you know, I'm set up to do that really easily, aren't I? Because I've got everything just at my fingertips. Yeah. So it's not like I've got to set it all, you know, some people have got to get all their paints out and get all their stuff out and then have a session and then put it all away. Yeah. But I don't have that problem. So I just need to, I think it's just about realigning my thought process, really. And rather than looking for these massive chunks of hobby time. Yeah, doing little and often. Doing lots of little ones, so... Oh, and last point on Hobby Desk. I've been, something I've been doing to sort of speed up a little bit is using, so I've basically, from about two weeks ago, I've ex, I'm exclusively using a size two brush. Yep, 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 yep. Apart from the, like, eyes yep. every now and then. Yep, well, sooner or later you'd um, be good enough to do it with an eye, to do an eye with it. yeah. Well, because I also, I was using my Windsor and Newton, but I bought one of the Artis Opus series brushes. Have you? Um, in the size two, and I love it. Um, I really, really like it. How much it. was that then? It was £11, I think. Oh, that's bloody reasonable. Yes. It's, and it's, it's a lovely brush, and I'm really enjoying using it. So, yeah, there we go. There's been a fair bit going on on my hobby desk, I suppose, and... I have got trying things out. One last thing to 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 mention. Um, I spotted a product literally ten, ten oh, yeah, minutes before we recorded. Um, we talked about streaking a couple of weeks ago, and one of the things I get frustrated about with streaking is that you you inevitably, if you're using a um, an enamel, you, you ought to use a separate brush because enamel needs to be cleaned out with its own special stuff like white spirits, etc. Well, uh, MIG have just uh, released a, a streaking brush pot. So, like a, it's like a mascara pot, doesn't it, dude? And it's, it's got, yeah, it does, it's got yeah. the brush in it, um, and then you do the streaking with it, and then put it back in. Um, I think that's ace. I, I, yeah, we're gonna have to try that out. I think that's a much better idea than that. Me knocking pots of the stuff all over your hobby desk. Just when you when you say to Joe, Joe, I'm going out to try streaking. Make sure you're clear on <laughs> exactly what you're doing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that Will right. Ferrell film when he's running through the streets going, we're streaking, honey, we're all doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, well, we can think about that and, and <laughs> let people in on that amazing film when we get to the uh, the Galaxy of War. <laughs> all right, you do. Shall we go there? Yes. Now, now that yeah, we all there's a lot of exciting stuff in the Galaxy of War. <laughs> I'm so excited. Let's do it. Chaos Guard. <laughs> Fallen Psychers. <laughs> New Chaos Space Marines. <laughs> Flesh hounds, is there anything else that's coming out?
Well, yeah, but... No. <laughs> no, there is not. I'm so excited, dude. Guys, welcome to the Galaxy of Chaos. <laughs> I'm so excited. Chaos God, Ben. Chaos God. Yeah, oh, and they look amazing. They look amazing. I'm you... so happy. Oh, reckon... Chaos Beastman, dude. Beastman as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and those Chaos Marines. Oh. Somebody wrote, oh, it's a shame it's just a head swap. I'm like, flipping heck, man. We've been waiting for years. Years. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. And then there's that guy that's like, oh, man, I shared a picture, a screenshot of your response, which I won't repeat on the podcast, when I suggested that that guy might have been a fallen space wolf. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's just, just two words. And that was it. It's like, great. Where's my feelings exactly? I know, it's brilliant. It was amazing. And it was instantaneous as well. There was like no pause. <laughs> he is ace though. He's oh, yeah. such a good boy. He will be the leader of many a Chaos Army. Yeah, well I think I saw on Warhammer Community Today they previewed the the sprues, and I think he's like a standalone sprue. Yes, but like, as think... in they might put him in like a clam pack at some point. I think they will. But I'm seeing this box very, very similarly to Silver Tower. And Silver but it's Tower... interesting you should say that, because all the characters in Silver Tower were separate on their own sprues. Yep, and they got released separately. Yeah, but in this one, they're not separate, are they? Well, maybe not, but I can still see them being released separately. That guy with the, like, the massive sort of hammerhead head is a navigator. Yeah, he is, and somebody called what that. What kind of hat is that? <laughs> well, a big one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Maybe so we can see sideways. It's just totally random, isn't it? Well, it's good because and I said this to a commented, I think it was on Darren Latham's post when uh, he painted up the Rogue Trader um, from the Rogue Trader box. I, I love the direction that they're going with these new box sets. Um, and it started with Silver Tower a little bit, but they were still playing it a little bit safe, um, going with races that we already knew and concepts that we already knew. But the Rogue Trader box in this one, is is this if they've opened up John Blanche's sketchbook and gone that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it, is, it isn't it's it? it's very much looking into the you know, the bits of forty K that are never gonna get an army. They never will. I don't necessarily need a rogue trader army. I'm not sure I want one to be honest. You know, they don't really have a place because that's not what rogue traders do. It's not what they're about. Now I can field a rogue trader unit. Yeah. And now that I've got a model for a navigator, I can't think of a model for a navigator. Ever. You know? What's... No, no. So, uh... there's so many things that, um, in that box set that are, are new, and I hope will come out separately, um, because they're awesome models. And back when Games Workshop first started, they sculpted just randomly awesome models. And eventually somebody went, oh, you know what? We should kind of mix them all together and form a thing and call them the Imperium. Um, and even then they carried on doing just random stuff uh, because it had that kind of skirmishy feel. You could do that. But they've, they've been away from that for a really long time. It feels like we've come back around to giving the sculptors that freedom to go, what would you like to sculpt? What What is your vision for this box set? And just go with it because... You know, a box I, set... um, 
Sorry, I just decided to talk. <laughs> I was going to say, a box set like Blackstone Fortress, there will be something in there that appeals to everybody. Yeah. So if if you're only interested in one of the models and there's a group of you that only like one of the models, you could split it down and do that way. Or they will appear on eBay at some point. Well, and also the Bits websites. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a massive fan of... Um, which is the one I'm a massive... Bits and Kits. I really like Bits and Kits because they stock so much. Like even kits where you think, oh, they, you know, you never make your money back. So I'm not breaking that down. And they, they have it on there. So, yeah, they're really good. Um, what I love is, I for me, that box set, it sort of epitomizes 40K because you've got, encompasses that, like the whole breadth of what 40K can be. Because on the one hand, you've got, like we said, like the mental navigator with the blooming crazy hat um, going on, and that crazy priest. Oh, and that guy with a chainsaw. Oh my goodness, that's immense. That is immense. Um, but, but then you've also got all the way the other way. You've got the spindle drones, which are like high technologies, like, like something out of Star Trek. Yeah. Don't they? Um, and I really like that. And then you've got those Urgle things in there and Chaos Space Marine. Yeah, it's just such a cool box. Um, I'm actually, though, (laughs) to be honest, I'm kind of like, I think I'm just going to like leech off Chris and Ben because they're on about getting it. And like, I really like it and I would want to get it. But from a painting perspective, with the Flesh Hounds now um, showing up and the fact that kind of just want to do a Chaos Guard army, I might have to spend time painting them instead. But we'll see. That will last until I see it on the box, the box on a shelf somewhere. No, it's, it's a tempting box. It is a tempting it's, box. It's really tempting. It's really nice. So I am surprised it was released now, though. I thought it was a December release. Um, well, it's interesting. I was talking the other day about that. I wonder. I think perhaps December will be Wrath and Rapture. Yeah. Yeah. And then and the I saw new it, year. I don't care about that. So. No. And the new year will be <laughs> um, the new sisters. Grotto. Sisters. Sis- it's not really sisters, dude. They're putting a beta codex in chapter approved 2018. Oh, pish. They said, they so said... they aren't going to bring out the new codex in January. Why not? Well, because. Because <laughs> you said so. <laughs> Just because I said so. So chapter approved, actually. We didn't mention that in the intro. Uh, but that's never doesn't really stop us, does it? So, um, looted wagons. You have like proper looted wagons back, which is cool. Uh, yeah. and the beta codex for sisters. So that's quite exciting as well. Yeah. Um, well, that's got the potential to create a storm of rage. <clears throat> well, yes, but also a storm of happiness. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Fingers crossed. Um, so that's good. Uh, so yeah, Blackstone Fortress. Oh, the Delac, man. How about yes. those? I I know what people are saying when they say that, oh, they're not Delac. Okay. Let's, can I go on a rant? Am I allowed? Go for it. Open so it up. Full when, power. When I first started collecting Necromunda, I didn't look at all the Necromunda gangs and go, oh, I love them all so much. 
I want to buy all of them. I had one or two favourites, and I had some that I wouldn't touch with a barge pole, because I didn't like their aesthetic, or I didn't like the sculpts. Whatever. Didn't like them. Um, now this time round, it's going to be exactly the same. You might not like the gang that you liked the most last time, but that's fine. You know? And I don't like all of them as much as I like some of them. But I I think they're all fantastic sculpts, and I think Games Workshop would have been really, really lazy if they hadn't reimagined these things for the new 40k, if you know what I mean. Now, when it comes to the Delac, the, the core principles of the Delac were that they were sneaky, you know, underhand, Machiavellian spies, they got their tech from stealing off of people, um, they they made their money selling secrets. Those guys look like a gang of assassins. <laughs> they look fantastic. There's dudes with twin silenced pistols like the Agent 47 from Hitman. There's a guy with a massive-ass sniper rifle, silent sniper rifle on his back. It's a dude who's just carrying two knives. You know, he's gone, oh, take a knife to a gunfight. That's an insult, is it? Let's see what happens. They're amazing. I love them. I think what's really interesting about Necromunda is they've taken the character... Well, they've even said this when they were talking about when they designed it. They've taken the character of each of the gangs from before. And reimagined And really, like, ramped it up, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, done it to extreme. So, like anything, they won't be everybody's cup of tea, but... And that's fine. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, right? So, Necromunda as it was, as cool as it may have been... Right, they stopped making it. So this is like, this is a reimagining to, for for now, for a game that they want to keep going and keep making. Yeah. So yeah, and it's certainly them. not the end. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness, no. Um, there's loads. There's loads to come, isn't there? So, and they're compiling all the rules um into those two books. Yeah. Um. So that's quite quite handy. Um, even though, as I said to you, I've just bought all the gang wars, but <laughs> oh well, these things happen. Um, well, I hope it yes. is all the gang wars. I... Yeah, well, I think it is. I think it is, and plus, plus the rules for the, the lack. Yeah, because I'm, I'm so hope... there won't be a separate gang war for the lack. I have been um, holding off getting all the gang wars for that reason because I thought they would do the same as they did with Blood Bowl and turn yeah. on the almanac. Alma, Alma, yeah, Alma, yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and sort of lastly, I suppose from a Galaxy of War perspective, um, what? Well, obviously, Wrath and Rapture is 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 to be talked about, but I think we'll we'll I'll get onto that in Mortal Realms because I feel demons more in there. But Vigilus, um, yeah, the has got like a teaser trailer for the Imperium striking back, haven't they? Oh, it's about time. I mean, for hell's teeth sake. Oh, honestly, that place, every time they've released a new piece of background for it, it's like, it's like they broke every mirror on the planet all at once. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. <laughs> if you can imagine being the planetary governor. Oh, there's orcs. I just want to see oh, what brilliant. it is, man. Oh, there's chaos has I... invaded. Oh, brilliant. Oh, Cadia's fallen. Oh, brilliant. Oh, there's gene stealer cults on the planet. Really? I mean,. I know you really. Like yes. you, you didn't like that. Um, interestingly, I know I said just now about oh maybe Wrath and Rapture is December, but 
let's not forget that it was only what a month ago we were like flipping heck they've released what was it five core games in two months or something silly like that but so, set wise this year has been insane so there's it's every chance that we still see in december a big imperial release Yes, yeah. sort of preview here. I mean, and of course, the other thing. Sorry, go on. I was going to count them, but I, I feel that we've already done that enough. But we've added several more. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, there's that awesome Space Marine that's going to be at independent events. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's another lieutenant, but it's so. Nice. But he looks nice. It's so good, and he's he's not pointing his sword at people like some people are like get annoyed about. Here's my sword poses, don't they? This guy's not here. Here's my swording. Yeah, well, you've got a here's my sword pose. You've got a, I'm drawing my sword pose. You've got I'm going to hit you on the face with my helmet pose. You've got this. This the thing is, the lieutenant was the gap. If you yeah. still, if you know what I mean, of, of all the things in the Space Marine Force, the lieutenant was a gap. So it's nice to have lots of different options for that model. So I'm quite happy to see it. I don't mind. So we I'm, get to go to an independent event, dude, to get that model. Oh no. So that's going to be cool. Um, and of course, I said, you know, lastly, and I've already mentioned like three more things since I said lastly, but we haven't talked about the orcs. No, we haven't. Do you know anything about Have the codex? Uh, it's green. Yes, I don't either. I'm really sorry, guys. I do know that they've all got this rule called Daka Daka Daka, Excellent. which is exactly like my um, Death to the False Emperor, but against everybody and it's for shooting not combat so if you roll a six to hit you get to make another attack which with orcs when you roll like handfuls of dice it's just amazing <laughs> and if you're bad moons you get to re-roll once to hit as well do you so suddenly you're actually being quite effectively shooting yeah um i watched um gorilla miniature games do a let's play um Speed Freaks. Yeah, yeah. Look quite fun. Yeah, really fast paced. Um, and I read it in the Battle in the White Dwarf. In fact, Blackstone Fortress was announced just in time because I was, I was pretty much hovering over the buy on a, on, um, speed on a freaks. Speed Freaks. Really? Because, yeah, because it just looked fun and I've never painted orcs and I've never really liked orcs. Like I like them, but not enough to do an army of them. Yeah. They're the only force, really, where I've not sort of planned out an army. Um, and, and then I was looking at, I was looking at the shock jump dragster and I was just like, that is what Formula One should be. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing. It's so funny. Well, accompanied guns as well. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I read, I read the battle report and I loved that as well. Um, yeah. I think the and thing is with orcs, when people play orcs, they tend... And it happens with orc players as well. They don't really take themselves or anything about the game too seriously. They're just... They're, <laughs> they're 90 time, 99 times out of 100 when I'm playing against an orc player. They're there to have a laugh. Yeah. And everything else is just a secondary effect. <laughs> and you get that whenever the, the White Dwarf team are playing an orc game. All the way through the history of White Dwarf, particularly when Adrian was around. It just was fun, you know? The, 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 what I sticks in my head was one of the first battle reports I read was the Space Wars versus the Orcs, and 
they were describing how, what happened when they teleported the snotlings into a, a Wolfguard Terminator suit. Yeah. Um, and it was as if everyone who was there thought that was hilarious. And it, it just, it, it got, to me, it portrayed, it got across what 40k was about. It wasn't about winning, it was about the story. Yeah. But there you go. I, I think the new models are superb. I really do. Um, they're not quite the same as the Orcs before, but again, I Games Workshop is not going to be able to keep just rehashing the same thing over and over again. It doesn't work. It has to evolve. No. The models have to evolve. Orcs have to evolve. Um, Space Marines have to evolve. Everything needs to move forward so that now when I open a box or open a, a, a sneak preek, I'm seeing something completely new. Blackstone yeah. Fortress excited yeah, yeah. me the most because everything that I was looking at was a totally new concept. It wasn't, apart from the 40k, apart from the uh, Chaos Marines, because they look very similar to the ones from Dark, Dark, uh, what's it, Dark Imperium, but that's not right. Um, help me. So I'm not going to lie, I didn't really listen to what you were saying because I was reading about the Space Marine heroes. Of course you did, because you're a git. <laughs> so what are you talking about? The, 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 the Chaos Marines look the same as the old Chaos Marines from the Dark thingy box. Oh, yeah, of Dark Vengeance. Dark Vengeance, so they're the same style yeah. as those. So they're, they're the only things in there which aren't particularly new. I'm so glad to do a podcast with you, dude. <laughs> do you know what? I knew you weren't listening because I could hear you clicking on that damn mouse. I know, but <laughs> in my defence, I was looking up content. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's your defence every time. I, when I'm editing this bit, I'm going to cut out every click and I'm going to send you them one at a time on, on Messenger uh, until your uh, life uh, will be dominated by the sound of you going click, click, click. i got to get a mouse that doesn't click <laughs> or pay more attention. The latter. <laughs> so, can we? Uh, shall we just talk quickly about Space Marine Heroes? Yes, please. I've just bought ten of them. What? Yes. <laughs> I want them. Where from? Um, well, wherever. I got them from Simon, but, you know, they're all, they're on sale everywhere. What, you've got all... Oh, oh, I see, yeah. Sorry, I didn't realise I forgot that they were, like, already on pre-order. Well, I've got them in a box. I've got the box. You can get the box, can't you? The box. Oh, does that mean you've got one of each? Well, I hope so. But knowing me, I'll have like eight of one and two of the other. <laughs> yeah. They look nice, though, don't they? Well, I'm going to paint them ultramarine. Yeah. As a, as a kind of squad to go with Gilliman, because they're just a, un a nice, unique squad that I think would fit the bill for that perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, they're really nice. I've got one that Dan bought me back from Japan. Yeah, I have two. So I've got I've got a head start, but I'll probably get another six of him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're cool. They're um. Oh, now a few people, I'm sure I read on a couple of Games Workshop pages on Facebook, like as in like fate Warhammer Facebook pages for for the stores that they were limited. But that doesn't say that on the community site. I haven't seen anywhere official say that they are limited. Oh, okay. But stockists are saying that they are being given limited amounts. But I don't, oh. I don't understand why they would make them limited. No. Well, I'd look it up, but you'll, um, you'll hear me clicking, so I won't do that. 
Um, so absolutely masses some chips of cool new stuff coming, isn't there? Yes. Huh? I said, did you like some chips with that salt? Oh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I don't need chips, man. The um, one thing that has happened in the last month is not a lot of slimming world, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> that that, that meme I sent you today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. That was excellent. Never I did mind. pick up a new push bike yesterday, though, so I got to try and cycle to work. Oh, cool. That's the plan, but we'll see. We'll see. I won't be able to work on any big projects at work in lunchtime if I do that. No. Not only going to be like cycling up with a Warhound Titan or something. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to go to the Mortal Realms because I want to talk about Chaos Demons. Dude, you always want to talk about Chaos Demons. It's like, it's a little bit worrying. <sighs> no, I've had a bit too much of a break. I need chaos in my life. Okay, let's do it then. Yeah. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Mortal Realms, uh, where quite a few new extra sneaky sort of peaks have come out that we're quite excited about. I'm particularly excited about one, but I think we're going to do that last. So, yeah. Nothing nothing particularly interests me that they've announced, you know. No? <laughs> Dude! Chaos Demons! Or more specifically, the Flesh Hounds. No, 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 no. Right? I can be excited about this because I sold all of my metal Flesh Hounds about <laughs> six, eight months ago based on the premise that when they bought out the... Oh, Magor's Fiends. There was another chaos, like plastic flesh hand that matched. Don't yawn. That matched the one that the <laughs> Lord of Chaos, mighty Lord of Chaos has. And, um, and I was like, right, well, that's the new way they're going and they're going to bring them out in plastic. And now they're bringing them out in plastic, dude. I'm so excited. You know the funniest thing about that? What? Is <clears throat> that the ones in that box set are better than the other two independent ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's fine. I'm happy. So, um, they're initially, I think they're just in the Wrath and Rapture box set, but they will come out separately at some point, I'm sure. Um, so Wrath and Rapture box set, is that like Tooth and Claw? Is it, is it like a, uh, or the, the Nurgle one? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's a game, although I would have it's to like look a... back and check, but I don't think it's a game. It's, um, it's Slanish. And, um, and Korn, which is Ace, because that's sort of classic matchup, um, because they hate each other. So I really like that. It's just a storyline push. Yeah. Because it would be, be the rebirth of Slanesh, surely. I would have thought so. I would have thought so. But, um, I'm not really interested in Slanesh. So, the, <laughs> there are some cool new fiend models. If anyone loves Slanesh, if I know, who is it? Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. I'm so sorry, dude, if you're listening. I can't remember because I've had this debate with someone about which is the best Chaos God. Oh, right. Anyway, don't matter. If you're listening and you're loving Slanesh, please get in contact because first I'll put you onto someone to help you. Um, and then second, <laughs> I need to split that box set because I do not want Slanesh. Um, not particular, you know, I could quite happily do an army Slanish, but I ain't got time for doing that. And I need, 
I need the corn stuff. There's models in that box that they haven't shown yet that are going to be new. And one of the things that's in the picture, in the art, is Karanak with the free heads, the free head flesh hound. And I am so excited because they cannot, well, maybe they will and, and I will cry, but you can't do an awesome new piece of artwork. There'd be awesome new flesh hounds and not do an awesome new Karanak. And I really want them to do a new Karanak because it'll be amazing. <laughs> it will be amazing, mate. And I'll be very happy. Um, the only sort of downside is there's juggernauts in that box set. And when I painted the juggernauts last time, oh my goodness. Oh my. Did you not I like it? Oh, mate, they just took flipping ages. I did eight in one batch. Because I'm a new. Well, that's your problem. That's ridiculous. Shut up. Shut up. Everything's got to be done in eights. That's a unit. It's the rules. Oh. It's the rules. Actually, it doesn't work at all in, in Age of Sigmar because you don't do it that way, do they? They do it in like threes for flesh, for them. So. Yeah, I've never really understood that. Maybe they'll change that with this. Well, it's, I think it's to do with like you buy a box and that's it. Well, it's it's oh, already right, yeah. in the right numbers or whatever you. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so I'm very excited about Flesh Hounds. I basically have budgeted to buy eight boxes of them if there are five in a box. Um, because <laughs> I need them. <laughs> oh, man. Everyone get ready for the whinging about painting these <laughs> on <laughs> in one In one go. In one go. In one go. <laughs> You get oh, still painting flesh hounds week after week on the hobby desk. <laughs> I've laid I've laid down the red on the flesh hounds week thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, man. I can't really say a lot though because I I actually just stopped listening to you in the last segment, so it's not <laughs> it's not not really a lot I can say. So yeah, fairly excited. Flesh hounds amazing. They'll go really well with the murder lust. Uh, the murder host, uh, battalion. <laughs> is that murder lust like a, a special battalion with a mixture of corn and? Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's not let's not delve too deep into that. So, um, no, best, no not. best not. So, yeah, they'll go really well in the murder host. Um, I think I don't know if they went up in points. Actually, they're hundred points. I think five. They might have gone up. Don't know. Um, yeah. What sort of place do they have in the corn army? Are they are they f- like cannon fodder? Are they a flak shield or are they a proper hit? Oh, they're proper beefy. They've got like four attacks each. Um, they're fast oh, well, as well, bad, so they're it? like ten inch move. I think they can dispel magic. Um, what are they hitting on? Huh? Freeze! Well, I can think. they dispel magic? Three. Okay. Hang on. Wounded on. Coming back now. Right. I could have just used the app, actually. Oh, well, I've got the book now. So, this one's flicking, flicking through, flicking through. No, not there. But flesh hounds, here we go. Oh, no, they're not movement 10. I just made that up. They're movement 8. They've got two wounds and a five up save and bravery 10. they got four attacks, threes, then fours. They don't have any ren, though, or one damage. But they can dispel magic. In it, and it's in the same manner as a wizard, so it's it benefits from the new sort of thirty inch range to do that. 
you can. So it's not just against magic that's targeting them. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's really useful actually for corner. I mean, yeah. Then. And then tireless hunters reroll failed charge rolls for them. Um, oh. And also, if they're within eight inches of a demon hero of corn, they can reroll attempts to unbind. Oh right, so, that's so nice. they're real good for shutting down the magic. Um, yeah. So that's cool. And if you've got Karanak, so Karanak does that. But if he unbinds a spell, he does D3 mortal wounds to whoever was trying to cast it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do they do they get to block that at all? No. No, wow. Okay, so that's... I, mm. um, I can see that being particularly useful against a certain other Chaos God. Yeah. <laughs> get out, you colourful <laughs> bloody parrot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it's all hotting up for the demons, man. Especially once this Bloodthirster is finally done. And I can actually try out my Bloodthirster bomb. Although Dan, oh, Dan is filthy with his flipping... When he's going through books and stuff. He, he's, he's been looking at all the items for uh, the magical realms. Yeah. Um, and pulling out the ones that are just ridiculous and like making the bloodthirster ignore rend for example oh. they're in the line sorcery so i've just gone to grab that now just moving around a lot today um just trying to work off some of the uh the non-slimming world that's happened <laughs> so uh here we go where are we uh, that's all what's going on that's oh relics here we go oh yes that can help it stay alive so the 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 doppelganger cloak the bearer cannot be chosen as the target of an attack with an enemy melee weapon unless the bearer has made any attacks earlier in the same phase. So the nice thing about that is in Age of Sigmar, obviously, who whoever's turn it is picks a unit to attack and then it goes back and forth, unlike in 40k where when you charge. So if you if you charge in, if I charge in like my big unit of bloodletters that I want to do and my bloodthirster, one of them's going to be hit by the enemy first. Unless I take this cloak and then I can attack with the bloodletters, then the enemy can't attack me until I have attacked them with the bloodthirster. Yeah, that's really cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is what Dan does, though. He just like he just sort of plugs these books into his head. And I'm really bad at just. I I wouldn't have seen that. No, that would have skipped. That would have passed me by. That would have. I mean, I've read it and I thought, oh, that's quite useful, but I I would, the realisation needs to be sort of spelled out to me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But then, I've never been much of a gamer, so. Mm. So I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, I couldn't care about a monkeys. I won't be getting the box set at all. But I will say that I think that the bloodhounds look fantastic. I think the fiends look horrific, but they're nice models. But I think the bloodhounds do look really nice, so can't wait to see. Was it five boxes? Forty of them. Twenty-five of Forty of them. <sighs> we'll see. I'll probably get, like, one. Or I'll have decided to do something else by the time they come. I doubt that. No. But You've been going on about plastic bloodhounds for... Flesh hounds, dude. Flesh, flesh, flesh hounds for bloodhounds. They've always been called flesh hounds. Doggies. Right, okay. Blood dogs. <laughs> So, Dark Oath, because that's actually what you started with. Uh, and then I've spent 11 minutes and 11, 10 seconds just talking about Flesh House. So, Dark Oath look great, don't they? 
really nice. I think they look stupendous. I think they look absolutely brilliant. They've got a lot of individual character, haven't they? Yes, they are like Conan. That is a good point. They are. They're great. There's a dude with a two-handed sword. There's a guy with an axe the size of like a titan. The wizardess shaman lady looks phenomenal. There's the one throwing the spear. Looks. I mean, I can't think of another model throwing a spear. No, they're just brilliant. I think I think they're they're probably a, a close runner for my favourite warband. Mm. I I will sit here for the next five minutes trying to think of one I like more, but I don't think I will. I think the Trogoth is a close contender. I think yeah, that's really that's nice. That's very cool. Um, There's um and a a great kind of depth change up for the you know a big thing with four little griblies. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I could change the way things play for that quite nicely. And I think he'd look great in the up-and-coming Moonclangrot army. Woohoo! I've just ordered thingies gits and the Zinchi thingies. Eyes of the Nine. Yeah, whatever. Them, (laughs) because... I love it. Whatever. Just ordered it. I might have a paint. Paint of them. No, I quite like the. I, I do like the the dude with the two handed sword in that kit. That's probably the only reason I've got it for that and the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, the others don't interest me much at all, to be honest. But the thing is with those kind of things, I, I, I figure, like with most things, when you get them in your hand, you'll be like, oh, actually, they are really nice models. So I'll enjoy painting them. Uh, I quite like doing the shades by models, although I am behind a little bit. I've got the Skaven. I had the Skaven and the. Fire Slayers to do from the last set, and these have all come out so quickly. There's not many of them left now, is there, really? You've got the, the Stormcast, the Nighthorn, Trogoth, the Gits, the Zinch, and the, we've only got two more to come out after this, after those guys. Hmm. So. Let's, of course, not forget, while we're in Mortal Realms, that you had an article on the community site. Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Quite exciting. That was cool. Yeah, it was... Um, Nice to be asked. It really was. Um, very surprising. Um, nearly flipped out when I found out. Um, <laughs> so it's very cool. Yeah. It took me ages to take the photographs of the damn models. So. Yeah. That is a lot harder than it looks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kudos to the guys who just do them at Golden Demon and they don't have any trouble. Just do it. Go. Well, they get it all set up, don't they? Yeah. They I do. can't find the yeah, article about those new. Um... Where are, where are the new Trogoff band? Is it in White Dwarf? Oh, I don't know. I've got the White Dwarf here. Let me have is a look. That, that... uh, oh, well, so the thing we didn't talk about last time in 40k is the, the uh, Mech Boys Workshop. That is stupendous. Yeah, I know. Absolutely well, We've got to leave something for next time. <clears throat> yeah, we do. <laughs> um... I can't remember. I seem to remember reading all about... I love the, the rock... The Stalig Squig or something it's called, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it's been really somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Showing our incredible organisation once again. Yeah. So, um, what? Yes, Moon Clan Grots. So that was sneak peeked. I'm very excited about Moon Clan Grots. Yeah, me too. Um, I would be very tempted to add... I've got a nice bulk of, of Moon Clan Grots, so... I'll probably be focusing on the, the characters out of that mainly, but um, really excited about that because I I love them. I love goblins. Always have loved goblins. There's a lot of character in them, um, and the models have always been really cool with the big long sort of crookedy witch-like noses. Yeah. Um. So really, 
really excited about that. And I loved painting um, the um, Malign Portents Goblin. So, oh yeah, the, you know, yeah. The goblin sculpts are going to be really exciting, yeah. really, really exciting. So, and he'll go nicely into that little army too. Yes, he will. He will. What sort of things do you reckon we'll see, dude? Um, I don't know if we'll see new plastics because I don't think and as a new plastic infantry, basic infantry, because I think the current ones are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I'd, I'd expect to see a couple of newer units, sort of I'm reimagining of. The squig hoppers in plastic, mm-hmm. um, I can see happening, um, and the doom divers reimagining of those would be quite cool, just to add a sort of cavalry aspect to the army. Yeah, um, I think they'll broaden the number, like based on the fact we've seen a load of different types of squig. I think they'll broaden the amount of squigs. I think it's going to be a, a, a very much a, a squig and fungus kind of thing. Yeah, because squigs are quite uniquely Games Workshop, aren't they? I think. Yeah, like uh, goblins and orcs, obviously are, are, are in other things, but squigs are quite not. Did you see the fantastic squig conversion? Yeah, made out of the jaws. Um, yeah, from one of the chaps at Curtain Games. Yeah, great. One of their regulars. Really good. I'm sorely tempted to do that now. Yeah, it did look very cool, didn't it? Yeah, really. Good. Yes, it did. Although the problem is that that they don't sell that separately yet, do they? The nasty jaws. No. But that's not in itself a massive barrier, is it? Because, like we said already, you can pick those up on bits boxes on yeah. other sites. So I'm very tempted to do that because I'd quite like a shot of sculpting onto that. Yeah, it was such a good idea. I'm not really sure why I didn't think of it. <laughs> but then that's what that's almost a hallmark of a good idea, isn't it? When you see something and you're like, "Oh, why didn't I think of that?" Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's so obvious yeah. that you know it is a good idea. It's a great idea. So I Moon Kangrots, yeah, I'm expecting to see more a lot more squigs, Doom Divery kind of stuff. I would like to see a form of cavalry that isn't the spider riders. Well I don't think you'll see you know, I see I Because you've got the spider riders for the forest goblins. Yeah, I'd love to see the... this for in the future the forest goblins get expanded. So I hopefully they won't like roll them in to the same thing. Yeah, no, I agree. and I don't want to see the wolf riders in there either, because I want to see want to keep generic goblins as a thing. Yeah. Um, but I'd I quite like to see something new, and I, maybe that'll be the Squig Riders because they're quite good fun and they're quite cavalry esque. But maybe something else, not sure. But the thing is, I'm thinking very much old Warhammer here. I'm like, oh, I should reimagine this old thing that used to exist. The Games Workshop don't do that. They're like, oh, Dark Elves, here, have a Snake Woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's totally different. So it could be anything, literally anything. It could be a ginormous, great big bipedal fungus, you know, which, who knows? Yeah. We have no idea. It's and exciting. It, it will be exciting and fun to see. Yeah, it will be, very much so. Cool. So, lots of excitement in the Mortal Realms. Um, next time, I'm just thinking, will it be next time? Uh, yeah, it will be. We'll probably have, we'll probably record and have some of the guys on, won't we? Because we'll be in Warhammer World. In two weeks' time. Well, yeah, but I'm hoping we need to talk, obviously, to sort of plan it out. But we will all be at Warhammer World, and I'd love to get our gang involved because they're they're all fab and they've got so much to say and they they've got great content for you all. So yeah, and absolutely, and if anyone's nearby as well, come and see us. Yes. So um, yeah, 
Good. So if you fancy an easy win, then Dan's already available. Oh, very funny. Very <laughs> funny. Um, so yeah, we'll um, we'll be there in a couple of weeks' time. So we should have actually played some games we could talk about, um, but you never know. So other than that, dude, shall we? Uh, shall we community it? Yeah, let's do Make it. Make sure you got those refreshments, guys, because uh, you know you've been listening to us for a fair bit of time now, and we'll see you in the community. Hail, mighty community! And that's how I know Ben, because that's always the way I introduce it. Yeah. So it was it was me introducing. So um, yeah. We are technically technical experts, guys, which is why if any of the previous sections have sounded a bit odd, uh, I've realised earlier in the piece that I was recording through my computer, uh, and then two seg- sections later, Ben has realised the same thing. So I don't understand yeah. why the pro- the software had swapped from the the podcasting microphone to the computer is beyond my comprehension, but there we are. Yeah, absolutely. Computers hate us all. I would say the same thing, but it's actually just because I forgot to select the right microphone. So, yeah. <laughs> but there we are. So, into the community. Um, what do we normally start with? The shout-outs, don't we? Yeah, yep. So, Ben, you have a couple of cool ones from Instagram, like you normally do. I do. Um, I don't know why I specifically choose Instagram, other than um, it's very visual. And I like... I like the way it's very easy to scroll through and see awesome models. Although, I felt for whatever reason, Instagram's decided to fill my feed full of adverts about whiskey and uh, various other stuff. So whiskey, pretty, yeah, that's been on my feed like <laughs> I all don't day. Even drink. So um, yeah, it's really really good way of seeing models. So if you're if you're not on Instagram, it is a, it is a very friendly, awesome place for the hobby community. So I would suggest it. And it's you know it's not invasive at all, so as in it doesn't fill your screen full of notifications. So I've chosen two. Um, the first one is a chap called Damon uh, Drescher, um, and I've chosen this dude because his titans that he's done recently are absolutely brilliant. Um, obviously, because I've been painting my own titans, um, t- looking around for good titans has been something that I've been doing. Um, I think the weathering on him his is really really great. Um, particularly the, the is it House, House Gr- Griffonicus, his most recent yeah. one. Yeah, love yeah. it. Um, really nice, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't know where he got the building from. I, I suspect it's the same place as you've got yours from, the older Yeah, the older yeah I think it is, yeah. Um, but it's ace. It's, it's full of character. Um, his other one more recently is, is Ignis, and um, looks great too. Absolutely. That's brilliant. what Ben, um, Ben the bass Ben is doing. Yeah. Ignis. Yeah. Yeah. Really like it. Really, really like it. Lots of character in, in all of those. So, um, and that's not, that's not the only thing he does. So obviously he's done his knights. They're great. Um, but looking back through his page, he kind of specializes quite a lot in, in larger models. He's done a great chaos knight. Um, and he's done some, um, some dioramas and one that caught my eye a little while ago. Um, was his Game Day Chicago 2012 winner, which I remember when it came out, which is a Space Wolf Wolf Priest in Terminator armor. Oh yeah. So 
when I was looking through his stuff earlier today, I was like, oh, it's yours, it's you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, yeah, great. Um, and the second one is someone who entered into our painting competition um, for the Stormcast um, with that really nice, um, like, um, how do I describe it? A superhero looking Thousand Suns, that kind of superhero pose, walking through forward with the two lightning claws. Yeah. Really cool. Mostly he does conversions and they're really, really good. So at the moment he's been working on uh, kill team stuff and he's just done a fab kill team conversion for Ultramarines, largely using the Reaver legs, but not loading them out like Reavers, which works really well, mm-hmm. actually. Um, the heavy bolter dude with the, um, Oh, the, the the name of the is aggressor helmets. Um, looks oh yeah, really, really nice. Having that helmet on a reaver reaver body looks really um, techno. But the reason I've brought it on this time is he's just started um, an admechy kind of wasteland machine cultist sort of kill team, and mm-hmm. he's been effectively using what I think is is corridor as the base, and then putting on. Um, the infiltrator helm, and then added a whole bunch of bits on top of that. And then his most recent one, which has just literally come on while while we've been recording, is a big admech dude carrying what like, like a plasma cutter thing with four arms. It's, it's brilliant. They really remind me of like the the Thingy Brothers from Judge Dread. Yeah, yeah, I love them. So yeah, great. There's my two. <clears throat> awesome. So, as ever, I um, like to pick stuff off the 2P's podcast hobby forum. So, um, if you aren't part of that forum yet, why are you not? Outrageous <laughs> behaviour. Um, no, in, in all seriousness, it, it's lovely to have people joining up um, and sharing their their hobby, really. There's 166 people in there, so, you know, it's not a massive group, but, and there's, you know, as as often in groups, there's few people that regularly contribute, but every now and then something flipping awesome comes up. Um, really, really like um, the Contemptor Dreadnought, the Night Lords one, dude. Yeah. Really yeah. cool by Adam Smith. I just think it it's a really nice pose. Um, uses the poseability of the kit. And Night Lords, when they're done right and you put in the time and the effort as he's done to do the lightning, um, do look really, really cool. They do. It's a nice um, colour combination, the blue and red. It works really yes. well. It's a shame that they're like... Arseholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they do look really good. So, Adam, that is cracking. I flipping love it. Um and then also um have absolutely have to shout out Tom Taylor Biggs incredible project that is his um his sort of cherry blossom harlequin kill team they're amazing um, oh yeah i now can't see yeah. myself doing a, a harlequin army and not looking at his and going oh i wish they were them <laughs> yeah yeah i just think they look really nice and it's such a nice concept a little bit away from like loads and loads of diamonds yeah it is it's 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 just he's got a the lovely idea hair, which is great got, got the diamonds on there but he's got some other stuff on there as well so i really like that that's well worth taking a peek at and looking at if you get the chance and um he's got his own page as well the sons of anata yep so you know if you're if you like them 
Um, we'll obviously put them in the show notes, but if you like them, um, we'll, we'll link to his page. Go and go and follow him because you know, to- Tommy Sewell released a video recently, which I th- I think I'd like to quote from because for me, it, it, it the nail on the head with the hobby so much. He described the hobby as being like a campfire, like a warm, cosy place to be in. Um, yeah. And when you go away and you feel a little bit sort of cold and out in the wilds, when you come back, it's still there and it's still warm and it's still inviting and friendly. And yeah, I think that's so such a wonderful way of describing the community and you know supporting people. It's it's worth doing. You know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter allow you to do it. So if you see something awesome, set, tell them and put a like. Say that's awesome. I love it congratulations there's so much hard work put into that you can see it say something positive um and join groups not just ours but other groups and contribute because the more we all share the more we talk about stuff the the better we will all be because of it yeah so, absolutely yeah it's really cool um and i do have to shout out although i don't believe it's a real thing now which is it's made me really really sad but um john posted up um a Space Marine Christmas jumper. Oh no, I've seen it separately posted. Have you? I do believe it is a real thing. Yeah, I did a search. Google did not tell me what I wanted to know, so I sort of thought, "Oh, it can't be right." Oh but if no, that... that could no, no, now you've disappointed me. Hang on, <laughs> I'm going to do my own search. You cannot be right. Well, I'm very sorry. Well, I want one for. I'm going to go to work in it. Oh right, okay. Well. That's nice to know. So, um, hmm. Oh, no. That's not a link either. Oh, dear. Oh, well, I hope so. Maybe it's like that. What's that company? Moon Moon something Bay. They might do one. I'm oh, not, yeah, they might do. I'm not sure they do them in poncho size, though. Oh, the, the, so, so, to go back a whole section, this whole segment, it was the Spiel, um, preview article was where the, the Molog, the troll. All right. Thing was shown. Um, with the bat squig, spite shroom, and stalag squig. There you go. <laughs> so that's quite cool. Oh, yeah. And those. Sweet. Cool. So, um. Community. Community. So let's wise. let's go through. So um just started up in um in uh, Plymouth. We have a new new independent stockist, um JK Games. Um and I have just closed down the page with their address on. You fool <laughs> It's Plymouth. It's in yeah, we know it's in Plymouth, dude. It's in Plymouth. It's near the tool station plate, not tool station. What's that place? Machine Mart. Uh, oh, well, you can't tell me off for clicking on things now while I'm uh, looking this up. I'm opening it. We're getting there. Finding it. Right, here we go. Found it. So they, um, JK Games, started by one of the guys who's been in our forum for ages and one of those prolific posters. Um, he's on, there are 102 Embankment Road, um, which, like Dan said, is, um, is, is off more towards the sort of 
um, view Barbican end of the things, so um, down that way, which is a really a machine mart area. So really cool place for a hobby shop, and um, the photographs of the store look really nice. He's got some nice intro boards up and running. So um, if you're looks really smart, and John particularly is like you say prolific hobbyist, so that's always a good sign. Now he knows his stuff as well, so um, definitely worth popping in and saying hi to him um, if you're local. Um, so shall we go through our calendar? I've just noticed that the 40k weekender has been starting to pop around our feeds down. Yep, yep. That's quite exciting. Um, unfortunately, it's the week after we are in Warhammer World. I think yes. this is the vigil, yeah. vig, vig, vigilus, villagers, vigilus. That's right. Um, one. So events wise, where are we now? The fifth of November. So it will be the seventh. It will be the seventh when this comes out. So it comes out at half five. So it's conceivable if you leapt straight to this section because it's absolutely the way you find out about everything. <laughs> um, that you might want to go to Malifaux monthly meetup at Element Games. Um, so Malifaux is quite a cool looking game, isn't it, dude? It's some, um, some nice plastic yeah. models. They really do. good. Do. Um, I don't need to be painting that. It's, um, Kill Team Friday at Big, um, on Friday, actually, would you believe? So Kill that, Team Friday seems good. to be a thing because there's, it also... does because Element do it as well, don't they? So yeah. we, I really, I really need to, uh, to get my kill team on along with loads of other stuff. So, um, yeah. Nerf Herder with a Vengeance on the 10th. That's an element as well. I was reading through that. That's, um, uh, X-Wing 2.0, mm-hmm. um, event. So, and that's on, on the Saturday and the Sunday. So if you're into your X-Wing, that's a good one. I know lots of people playing that down around Curtain Games. Um, so shout out to those guys while we're, we're thinking about that. What is this? A Saga tournament at Big on Sunday the 11th of November. Yep. That's quite exciting. It uh, is, isn't it? No, yeah. Another game I like the look of, um, but um, yeah, I don't... So don't need got... another one. No, well, I've got a Saga band, actually, a four-point Saga band I've spoken about before. Yeah. Um, and I, and the game system interests me as well, but yeah, like you say, there's yeah, no, too much to be doing at the moment. Star Wars Imperial Assault monthly event. Um, at Element Games. I'm sure various things other people enjoy, but I tried to play Imperial Assault once and it just broke my head. Um, <laughs> because cer- certain things just didn't make sense and I just couldn't, no, I just couldn't live with that. But what was good is though, we were playing it in a pub, so there was good beer. So that was good. Um, yeah, that sounds important. It's important. Yeah, really important. I'm not going to mention, well, I am going to mention it clearly. Friday night kill team again at Element Games on the 16th, but that's that's a common thing every Friday. Um, on the 17th, Saturday, there's the Stockport Dreadnought November. Yeah, it's a big so, event at um, Element Games. Yeah. That's the Element as well, isn't it? Yeah. What's that covering off then, dude? What's going on there? Uh, the Dreadnought is Seven. a local um, gaming group, I believe, and so they do oh. a, a variety of, of games. Um, so it's, it's their kind of annual event. I, oh yeah, I, scaling up from five hundred to two and a half thousand points over five games. Yeah, um, you'll get to try your hand at some high-level list writing. There we go. So um, if that's your thing, 
there's a good option there. Um, or I may have got that completely mixed up. It doesn't look like they are. Now, something that I actually know a little bit about. Warfare, the War Games Association of Reading War Games show. Yeah. Absolutely flipping brilliant show. And this is the second year in a row I've managed to book our sort of hobby weekend away on the same weekend. Yeah, which is foolish. And I need to not do that next year because I love Warfare. It's the first show of reasonable size. I went to Paw a lot when I was younger, but um, comparatively, being that it's in Reading and that much closer to a lot more people, the the Warfare show is much bigger. Um, Lot lot bigger range of stands and stalls, um, some tournaments going on. So I really like Reading Warfare. Um, I suppose it became a bit of a thing that I was doing. Um, so that's well worth doing. And that is the weekend as well. Um, the 16th, 17th and 18th that Ben and I and four of the chaps, uh, Dan Bosley, um, Tom the Tank, Ben the Bass and Ross of Outlands fame is, um, are going to Warhammer World, isn't it? So if anyone's yeah. around up there, we'd love to see you. Um, we would, we really yeah. Would. Particularly if you want to buy me a beer, um, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> ben doesn't drink, so you can buy him a beer as well, and I'll have that one. Um, subtle, dude. Well, don't need to be subtle, really. Let's put it out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a Shade Spire League tournament on the Sunday, the 18th at Big. There is. Disco Vader X like a Bosk. Well, that's got to be worth going to. That's in Curtain Games. That sounds amazing. On the 22nd, Thursday the 22nd, just because of the name is amazing. Yeah. So check that one out for sure. Um, Grand Slam Element Games. What's this then? Warhammer 40k Store Championships. Two days, five games, 100 players. Wow, there we go. That's a decent size, isn't it? I've not been to Element Games, dude. No, I th- I have well, to go and visit there. I um, I've been trying to make sure that them and all the other big, big stores have have got have, we've got their events on. But um, yeah, because I know yeah. particularly them because I know we have a bunch of listeners up near them. So thought it'd be worth doing. So somehow, what I've done now is uh, I've changed the calendar to daily, so I can't actually see. The monthly view and oh here we go i can change it up here right there we go a bit of technical gubbins going on there from me this is the first time you've done it you're doing you're doing all right dude yeah i'm trying i'm trying man it's quite interesting uh kill team final uh quarter one so that's on sunday the 25th so that's the cool thing about the big kill team fridays at big they sort of lead in they they sort of lead into things it's the same with his 40k like summer tides and stuff over the year, yeah. tracks everything. So that's quite good. Um, and then finally, I think the last one to shout, because we're now, that's the 25th of November. So we're getting a bit ahead. So December the 1st is the Middle Earth Throne of Skulls up at, um, Warhammer World. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. Throne of Skulls is always good. It's always good. Um, and there's a, go on. No, carry on. I was going to say, the last one I was going to mention, there's a Kings of War tournament, Christmas Carnage 4 at Big. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a bit of a mix there. What have we mentioned? We've mentioned X-Wing, 40k, Kings of War's in there, 
Um, so I, Warfare is obviously quite broad range. These haven't... I haven't popped these on our calendar yet, but they're from Curtin. So you sent them to us the day. Um, just as a sort of heads up for the future, in January there's their Death and Glory 2, which is a doubles 40k tournament. But on Saturday the 24th of November is their Battlefields Middle Earth 2 tournament, which is Lord right. of the Rings, which is really cool. Um, and then the other one I've just noticed, they've got an Abdectus Titanical, Abdectus Titanicus Games Day on Saturday the 17th of November. Oh, right. Which is pretty awesome. Um, I haven't that seen, cool. I haven't seen a Titanicus event. Um, I think that's, I think you've covered all the others, but we'll pop, I'll pop those up because, um, yeah, lots of people go to Curtain and we love them. So there we go. Right. Okay then. So that's the community as ever. Um, you know, big fans of the community. That's a big part of why we do this. And guys, if you want to get involved, we are on Facebook and all the other things as well. And we'll cover that off right at the end. So thank you very much for those that are involved though. It's really cool. And it keeps me sane at work. So I like that. And if you want us to share something, just send it our way. Absolutely. We're more than happy to do that. Or if you see something awesome, so just seriously, even if even if we don't have time to fully respond and say that's amazing, if you've sent us a picture of something, we super appreciate it because, like Dan says, when we're at work, it just brightens up our days. Yes. Not to put too fine a point on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's right. amazing, isn't it? So this this week, month, episode, it is Lord of the Rings. So we shall see you all traipsing across the many leagues of Middle-earth. And I think we might need to do that every time. I can't help myself. It's Lord of the Rings, dude. I know. Well, it's interesting. I've just finished listening to the audiobooks for the yep. for the th- the full Lord of the Rings, which was really really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and now Thanks. I'm listening to the Silmarillion. Are you? Yeah, and that is a lot of names. Yeah, it's quite repetitive as well. I found the first bits. It talks about the Ilvatar. Il- the like uber god and then the ones beneath him and then the ones that went to middle earth which are the valar or not to middle earth that went to arda the, the valar but then it does it all again um but just slightly different so but yeah we well, have you have to remember that the silmarillion is not a book no no i know that it's effectively a collection of notes yeah so it, you know they just shoved it all together it'd been nice one day, if it's all, I think his son was trying to work through and polish it all up and release it as books, but I don't know how far he's got with that. Um, so we've been asked a question, and it's it's a really sensible question actually, and a, one that was a little unobvious to me, because um, we we're, we're both gamers that um, grew in the hobby with Lord of the Rings sort of came along right from the start. So yeah, um, when we first got into it. Uh, Games Workshop was getting people into it. So with the magazine, um, the part work, um, 
lots of people basically have a whole Lord of the Rings collection based off of that part work. Um, the question is, how? where do you start? Where do you get into Lord of the Rings? And I think it's a really good question. Um, and I think we'll, we haven't really spoken about it before we started recording, so I think this is going to be interesting for both of us to hear each other's point of views. Um, my feeling is that Lord of the Rings has a superb advantage over a lot of other uh, model games in that it has probably the best fantasy film ever made as a reference point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you start with Lord of the Rings? Well, the, the, ob- the slightly perhaps obvious answer to that question is go and watch the films, all of them, extended edition, including The Hobbit, I know, but you're going to have to, and find something in them that really catches your imagination. Who do you like? Which is your favourite character? What what scene from the film do you like? Um, what army has the aesthetic that you like? And then come back to the model range and see whether they've done something or have or were planning to do something that fits that. Um, because I think that is a really good springboard into the hobby. For me, my first army is <laughs> I caught my inspiration the moment I turned the film on. Yeah. The ranks of elves absolutely butchering orcs in perfect disciplined harmony was everything I'd ever wanted to see a high elf do in, in Warhammer Fantasy Battle. It was perfect. <laughs> it was just superb. And I kept coming back to that over and over again in my head. And I was like, I need to do that. That I need an army like that. And I want to do that. And it started off with a small battle force. And then when War of the Ring came out, it went mental. And you've all seen the pictures of it. Um, if you, you, listen you have to us one or two, don't you? Yeah, but that, that in my head, that I was trying to recreate something. And I think I've just about got there, really. need to do the Men of Numenor, but at the moment that's tough because the models aren't really there. But um, if the moment, the, the, well, the, another moment in the film, but the second one for me was um, when it comes to battles, is the charge of the Rohirrim. Yeah. I am not ashamed to say that I have to suppress the tears of emotion. And I don't know what emotion it is every time I watch that because there's, it's such a powerful moment for that army to be standing on top of the hill or sitting on the horses and looking at the biggest orc army you could possibly imagine and then charge it. (laughs) I go, no, that, you know, to quote Aragorn later in the film, there will be a time where the strength of men fails, but it is not today. And it's that that charge for me, and then watching the orcs kind of go, oh, crap, actually, they're going to hurt. <laughs> and yeah. so it's a really powerful moment in the film. So my next thing that I'll be doing is Rohirrim, because for me, the Rohirrim charging down that hill against those odds, because it's the right thing to do, um, it's incredibly powerful, and I want to recreate that in the game. Um, so that would be a suggestion. When it comes, it doesn't have to be an army either. So if there's a scene in the film that you really like, there are box sets for almost all of them, and unfortunately, a lot of them are out of production. But that doesn't mean that they're not on eBay. Um, Ambush Awan Hen, for example, and uh, and there are rules for those scenarios kicking around in White Dwarfs, and if. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do the, the ambush at Ammon Hen, but you don't have the scenario rules for it, 
Um, Dan or I will have them somewhere. I have all of the Lord of the Rings books. Um, pretty much core rule books. In one of them will be the Ambon, um, um, the ambush or any of the other scenes. We'll find it. Um, and if we can't find it, we'll put it out and find it. So <laughs> someone we know will. Um, so and start with those moments because that could just be four or five models that you recreate. Um, I think it's in the Armies of Middle Earth book. Well, the new one? Yeah. Excellent. The other thing I would suggest is um, Battle Companies. is a fantastic way to get into Lord of the Rings. Um, you can choose the army that you like the look of, and then you start with a very small force. For example, the Elves is, I think, it's six models, if that, five or six models. It's a very small number of models. Um, and then you grow them. And you grow your army around them. Um, so it's a, it's a neat way of getting A, used to the rules, and B, starting a sort of force. Because Lord of the Rings can get really clunky or time-consuming. It's quite elegant in a lot of ways. And it very well represents the fluxes and flows of a battlefield. But it can get quite time-consuming if you play big battles. So it is primarily designed, I think, as a, as a sort of skirmish game. Yeah, um, it, yeah. Um, it's on page 220 of the Armies of the Lord of the Rings book. So there you go. Um, so that's my thoughts. I don't know if you have any any other thoughts, Dan? No, I think the films are a great way to start with your inspiration. I think that a couple of things... You, you've got to do what inspires you. Um, yeah. So... Like Ben says, if, if a particular bit really inspires you, that's always going to be a good place to start. Um, but there are other factors, so you might want to think about what the other people in your group are doing. Um, and that's Dan's excuse for that's playing my evil. Excuse maybe. all the time for playing evil armies. Um, <laughs> so you might want to think about that uh, and do something for that. The nice thing about Lord of the Rings, though, is because the model count is usually smaller. Um, it's often possible to explore the different factions. So have a good and an evil force, for example. Um, I would Truth be told, I, you know, the film is so, um, captures your imagination so much that I would do an evil force in Lord of the Rings just because I, I want to collect all of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I really would like to do the Swan Knights of Dolomroth mm. because. And the fiefdoms, because list, reading about the fiefdoms is really, really cool. Um, or listening about the fiefdoms, I suppose. Is really cool. So um, the other thing I would say is have a check out the battle companies, Lord of the Rings battle companies. Um, that's a really fun way to get started. I just said that while you were off getting your book, dude. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, well, that's the second time. But um, it's a it's a good it's a good way to to say that we both think the power companies is a great idea. Yeah, it is. What I liked about it, and you if you've said this, then oh well, um, is <laughs> not only is it good because it's a low model count to start with, but you can do things like so. For example, in the Mordor one, on a certain dice roll, you get a Mordor Urukai. So I bought the blister of three Mordor Urukai and painted them all. So I only need one for the battle companies, but I'm also like gradually growing my Lord of the Rings army as well by doing it that way. 
Yeah. Um, yes, and Battle Company is great fun. Really good fun. It is. It's very good. It's very good. Um, one of our local um, gamers um, did a Battle Company's league in the Bobman group, and it was very good. Didn't get to as much of it as I'd have hoped, but it was excellent. Hmm. So, yeah, so that's some thoughts on getting started. Um, the We were going to share some good news from Middle-Earth, but the post has disappeared. Um, and, and it has it, actually disappeared. And it it's has actually disappeared. But I've done a little bit of digging, and um, in the Great British Hobbit League, um, which is an awesome resource for Hobbit stuff and Lord of the Rings stuff, um, Nick Baton does confirm that all the info that was in there was accurate. Uh, and it looks like the post just went up a little bit too soon, which is why it's disappeared. So, um, it was basically saying that the armies of the Hobbit aren't far away. Um, yeah. and a load of new bits and bobs as well. Yeah. And confirming what we all kind of hoped that the, uh, the release has gone really well. So it's not going anywhere. Um, in fact, it's gone so well that they're, they're recasting, um, a lot of the old models for us to enjoy, which is really exciting because, well, as, as you all know, I've been incredibly frustrated and was incredibly frustrated. For example, when I found out that the Citadel Guard had, uh, stopped being produced. Yeah, but you just um, didn't listen to me. I told you right uh, from the beginning no, that Adam Troke, right. Adam Troke had said, when we were at the open day talking to him that this is what would happen. But there's only but so many. you just had to get all grumpy. There's only so many. Mom, mom, I mean, mom, mom. we don't know that they're going to bring back all of them. So mom, whenever mom, they... Mom, mom, mom. Wow. <laughs> this is why it's better that I don't listen to you sometimes. Because then yeah, I, I can't so. make stupid sounds. Wind you up. Alrighty, so um, now that we've uh, fallen out right at the end, <laughs> well, we've got the, the so what have we got to look forward to? So um, they are announced that they're going to release a bunch of models. So the Citadel Guard is some of them. Glorfindel's another. Um, we haven't got the post anymore, so we don't have the list. But um, there's a fair few on that list. Um, we've got the Armies of Hobbit as a book which is like the second book. And I think that will finish off the main core uh, points, rules, books for the system. Um, and then I should imagine what we'll expect to see from that point on is very much the same as there was before, which is event books. Yeah, well, the first one is Gondor. Books. Yeah, so ra- races or events, so Gondor. Um, and hopefully when we get Gondor, we'll have the release of those fantastic models that were previewed at Wormerfest. So the Guardian of the Gate and all of that lot. So the dude with the whopping great big bastard sword. Yeah. Um, Keeper of the Keys. Yeah. He's a legend. So what was he called? Here in the Tool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that that's kind of what we got coming up for Lord of the Rings. Um, when gonna, it comes to our play own... some Lord of the Rings in Warhammer World? Are you yeah. taking your Lord of the Rings? I'm taking my elves. Yeah, cool. 
Well, I need to get my revenge for the trumping that you gave me last time. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was so close, dude. It was so close. It, I was getting hammered right up until the point you all ran away. It, so. it, mm, yeah. We'll That's see. what it felt like from my perspective. Yeah, I think I just totally forgot, like, that once I charged you with my cavalry, if you got the initiative, you could just charge me back. <laughs> I was just like, what he's doing but there we are yep so there we go so um, there we go can't think of anything else no that will do for now my friend oh there is a book that I would like to recommend oh. um, it is a book that uh, it's called um, I'll just get it out <clears throat> so for Lord of the Rings reference it's called Weapons and Warfare um, of the Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings, Weapons and Warfare. It's by Chris Smith. Um, an ISBN number, for those who are interested, we will pop up on our website. Now, it is available still. I think it's available now as a softback. Um, the pictures in it are not... If this was produced today, um, it would be a lot better. Um, because... The production quality of books that come out with films are a lot better nowadays, but it is because some of the pictures are a little bit ropey. Um, but it's very good at um, it's got descriptions of all of the arms and armor of all of the races in it, um, and what they were using and and why, um, and how and how they they went about the design process. So it's a really good way of looking of getting background for painting your armies. It's one of the better books. Um, I used it a lot for my elves. Cool, and it has got lots of photographs in there that are not in the films. So oh, really? Fo- fo- yeah, photographs of the sets, photographs of characters standing there in their costume. Some of them are clearly taken on a really crappy mobile phone. Um, but you know, <laughs> like I said, if it was done now, um, it would be a lot better. Um, yeah. but it, it, it's not, so we've got you know what we have. Um, and it's uh. It's got pictures of some of the things, some of the characters in there as well that never made it onto the film, like, um, and close ups of Glorfindel. I've not Glorfindel, Gil Gallad, which is very useful because you don't get many of the close up shots of him in the film. No. Uh, for example. So there's loads in there. It's a great resource. I would recommend picking it up if you're in, thinking about tackling a Lord of the Rings army because it is very useful indeed. So there we go. That's there we me. Are. Excellent. Cool. So. In that case, finally, that is episode 33. We are sorry it took a bit of a while, um, but we intend now to be back to our every two weeks as before um, and popping in some video content here and there. Um, and it'll be two weekly, hopefully, unless something goes wrong, up, right up until Christmas, um, where we will have another little break, I should think. Yes, yeah. That's the plan, isn't it? So, um, yeah, other than that, please do check out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, um, which we... At the Two Peeps Podcast. At the Two Peeps Podcast that we, we'd like to post stuff up on. Um, if you want to chat, get in contact. If you've got some cool pictures, send them off. I think that's about it, isn't it, dude? Well, one thing I thought was, I thought of saying the other day, um, 
when I was doing something on Twitter is we don't post the same stuff on all three. As stupid as that sounds, but they they're all they're all good for their own different things. Um, so you know, if you want to follow us on all of them, you will get different stuff. Yes, you know, um, we post more. We're more likely to post work in progress shots on Instagram or our random musings on Twitter, for example. Um, they all seem to suit slightly different things. So absolutely. Yeah, oh, and also, of course, thank you to. Once again, to our Patreons. Yeah, absolutely. We like to yeah. chuck that in there. We don't want to hammer away at it, but we definitely, definitely really appreciate um, the individuals that have decided to support us in that way. So thank you. Lovely. All right. So have an awesome time, everyone. We'll see you soon. Yes, indeed. And, and if you are around Nottingham in two weeks' time, not ne- not this weekend, next weekend, then do come and say hi. Yes, please do. Cheery bye. Bye bye now.